gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. As always, this podcast is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction, episode 11, season 3, all about psychology. And today is episode 2 of Female Sex Cues. This should be a doozy. Um, I'm you Justin Hammonds. <laughs> nailed it. You nailed it. You did. It was great. <laughs> I'm Justin Hammonds, and I'm looking at my boy Drew Shonet. That's my... And my boy Grant Bramlett. Howdy doody. And we're killing the short sleeve button down gang right now. Mafia's in the building. After. And we also have our wonderful, beautiful guests on again, um, Sarah and Shelly. Howdy, and, howdy. And they're, they're chilling in the, the really loose, comfy dresses. Everybody's just cooling out over here. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah, it's hot as fuck. Drew needs to undo one more button, <laughs> I think. Sounds out. Yeah, one get, more button. Yeah, get out there, homie. Put the, put the hamburger like. meat out, kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there get loose. Let him see there that. You go. Chest get in there. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Get in there. There it is. Now, now we're all loose. <laughs> now we're all loosened up. So, um, before we dive into the uh, hot facts, I think I'm, I need to lead off with some some things. No, wait. Oh, are we already going to this <laughs> huh? weird news update? Bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, advice on marriage to young ladies. Number one, do not marry at all. But number two, but if you <laughs> must, avoid the beauty men, flirts, and the bounders, tailors, dummies, and the football enthusiasts. Number three, look for a strong, tame man and a fire lighter, <laughs> cold hitter, window cleaner, and yard sweeler. Amen. Number four, don't expect <laughs> too much. Most men are lazy, selfish, Thoughtless, lying, drunken, clumsy, heavy-footed, rough, unmanly brutes. I resemble that goddamn remark. And they need taming. Resemble that or resent I mean, I mean shit. <laughs> Fucking got called out on air. Number five. All bachelors are, and many are, worse still. Number six. If you want him to be happy, feed the brute. Number seven, the same, <laughs> the same remark applies to dogs. <laughs> Number eight, <laughs> you will be wiser not to chance it. It isn't worth the risk. A suffragette wife. That was a list sent by uh, young Sarah here <clears throat> on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, when, what year did you say that was from? 1918. 1918. It still applies today, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Nothing's changed. Well, they're <laughs> three years <laughs> later. Changed. Don't feed the beast. Nothing's changed. That's crazy. And then um, I think Grant, Grant sent us some hot facts for me to read as well. Oh, yeah, um, true. Was that another weird news update? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> when masturbating, 95% of women orgasm. In first-time hookups with other women, they orgasm 64% of the time. First-time hookups with men, they orgasm 7% of the time. This tells us that the problem isn't women's ability to orgasm. It's our cultural scripts for heterosexual sex. 
Applause. Mm -hmm. well, Cue the applause. Well, 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 well read. You know, some 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 men just don't have them skills. You know what I'm saying? Seven percent. I think <laughs> some men are just selfish and don't care. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Actually, and remember having a conversation a with a guy lover. one time that said that once he found out he was older, and he said once he found out that every orgasm that a man has is always going to be the same. But women mm -hmm. have different orgasms. He goes, yeah. I stopped giving a shit about them because that's not fair. And I was like, oh, 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 excuse me. Wow. Damn. Damn. And that is why yeah. you're in your fifties and you're I gonna think, die I think that alone. list that list applies to dudes like that, I believe. Strictly. I'm a non selfish lover myself. But anyway. By the way, y'all kept using me. the word some. That's clearly most men. Yeah, let's say 93% yeah. of men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of them hey, don't. Out, some don't. 7%, baby. Hey. Oh, man. Well, um, that was a fun little intro. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's also my birthday today. We're recording on my it birthday. Is. Uh, it so is. That's nice. Yeah. Um, 31 years young today. Yeah. Anyway, um, 21 looks good on you, baby. Thank you. I'm rocking it for another 20 you years. You are. My guy, Black Don't Crack. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so song of the day is on Mr. Drew's show now, I believe. It is. What you got, what you got for us? I'm there, not buddy? even going to tell you guys. Okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to hit play for 30 seconds. You know what? Run it. And you have to enjoy. So. Do it. <laughs> For a really long, simple drum break. Yeah. Shouts out to Ringo. Yes, 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 on the floor, yes, baby. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. We're gonna slow it down. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Straight out. Well, I enjoyed yeah. that. I, I, I did too. completely didn't know I was segueing into that song, by the way. You were. I definitely did that. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasting right there, baby. Anyway. Um, happy yeah. accidents. Yeah, happy accidents. Mm -hmm. That's what this podcast is. Full of. Actually. Yeah. Life is full of. No, that's just what this podcast you know? is. No, life. No, 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 Drew's like, like, not, not life. No, no, no. no. Just, just no. this podcast. <laughs> just, just, just happy no. accidents. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Straight up. Well, um, yeah, we're going to hop into these hot facts about female sex cues. I think uh, Grant has authored another episode, and uh, mm -hmm. we're going to dive in. Yeah, all right. So, what we, we about spent last week? most of last week talking about the psychological, social, and contextual information women utilize to make decisions about a potential mate. That's a great the first myth, opening line. Thank you very much. The Miss Marple Detection Agency, as the book likes to call it, which is transmitted more effectively through narratives and verbal exchanges than imagery, meaning women are more aroused by psychological cues. Elmer Fudd likes to see that a woman is healthy and fertile. Miss Marple likes to know or learn that a man is stable, available for commitment, has a good social status, competent or kind. Which leads us to Miss Marple's quote unquote porn, the romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> Not for everybody. It's right up my sister's alley. See? <laughs> And obviously, this is a somewhat unfair and misleading comparison. Porn usually has a little to no plot, several climaxes, and offers very little to the imagination. But all of that is for men, typically. But for 
a woman, quote, the romance novel is a chronicle of female mate choice in which the heroine overcomes obstacles to identify, win, and marry the hero who embodies the physical, psychological, and social characteristics that constituted high male mate value during the course of human evolutionary history. The first in English can be traced back to 1740 as a series of letters that were published. Pretty standard. Guy likes girl. He pursues her. She resists. Then realizes that she loves him. They married. Uh, It obviously was criticized for his horrific lewdness. (laughs) Because I think they talked about undergarments at one point. You know what I mean? I saw her ankle and was about to a bust. (laughs) The calf was visible. (laughs) Uh, Then Jane Austen took the romance to its greatest literary heights. And of course, we have our modern greats, Nora Roberts, Jackie Collins, and Stephanie Meyer. But the modern structure is accredited to Kathleen Woodowis with her novel in 1972, The Flame and the Flower. Which is still in print. Here's the back cover. Who wants to take it? Somebody gets to read this. It's a flame and a flower. The flower. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it on? I was like, I didn't I like, realize yeah, I had it, it in front of me. I was like, I don't have Y'all it in front of me to read. In front of At you. first, I thought you, you were going to show it to us, and it was like a picture. That's what or I was waiting I, like, for. Yeah, yeah, I looked up. Like I was, I was tuned into you. I wasn't tuned into my script. And I was like, yeah, I'm waiting for it. Like, yeah, where? Yeah, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, don't mind how tattered and overread it is. Sorry. Oh, the woman's imagination. Everything's fine. I'll take the flower. The flower, doomed to a life of unending toil. Heather Simmons fears for her innocence until a shocking desperate act forces her to flee and to seek refuge in the arms of a virile and dangerous stranger. Beauty and the Beast. Sounds like Outlander. Oh, oh. So you've been watching The Boys. God, I love Outlander. (laughs) Okay, I see. I see. Okay, and then The Flame, a lusty adventurer married to the sea, Captain Brandon Birmingham. No, Birmingham. (laughs) Birmingham. Don't make it fancy. Brandon Birmingham. Courts scorn and peril when he abducts the beautiful fugitive from the tumultuous London dockside. But no power on earth can compel him to relinquish his exquisite prize, for he is determined to take the sapphire-eyed lovely woman or make the sapphire lovely his woman Mm -hmm. and to carry her off to far, uncharted realms of sensuous, passionate love. Like Dude, minutes. you should read books on like those audio things. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that out there. You know, I appreciate you. You know, it's like the modern day Morgan Freeman. Over happy, birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy birthday! Happy <laughs> birthday! <laughs> That's your gift. Appreciate that. So, not only is it hilarious, but it's iconic in that it outlines the two necessary and sufficient characters in romance novels, from Pride and Prejudice to Twilight. You have the flame. And the flower. The romantic hero is constructed from female psychological cues in the same way that a young busty porn stars are for the dudes. Dudes, dudes, dudes. I'm, dudes, I'm, dudes, I'm dudes, over dudes. a thigh ass man myself. But, sure. Yeah. Romance novels generated $1.37 billion in sales in 2008. It has the single largest share of the fiction market, which means that more people buy romance novels than detectives, thrillers, sci fi's, science nonfiction. Are you saying Dune is not a top seller? 
Dune is, but I'm saying romance novels beats out all sci-fi. Ooh, huh. Really? Yeah. I can't mm. wait for Dune. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's my type of porn right there. Right? Uh, agreed. <laughs> 74.8 million people read a romance novel in 2008, and more than 90% were women. I bet a lot more people read them in 2020. Isn't that when Twilight came out? With all the time. Probably. <laughs> like I feel like that's around the time when like Twilight really so. blew up because yeah. I like I was in I was like my freshman year. I remember year my college. classmates reading yeah. it like my yeah. senior year. I read high it my freshman year. Like stuff. I was like I went yeah. spent like a whole week. I was like I'm not going to the bar. I gotta read. I need Edward. Like. <laughs> Anyway. At the time, <laughs> no, for real. At the Sarah's time, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, I, I remember yeah. senior no, you year of high school. Been. I was you like, "Why are all these girls reading this book?" And it took months for someone to be like, "It's kind of like porn." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." It's, it's, it's <laughs> vampires. I, fucking, oh, bro. Okay. never thought about the Twilight books like porn. It kind of is. It wasn't like, I, I don't mean, know. Why I guess it I was didn't. more of just like, where's mm. my Edward? You know, like you read about the romance of where's it and you're my, like, where's that? Where's my little sparkly man? Where's like, what do you take like every man that you're interested in and you like take his clothes off and throw him in the sunshine and see the glitter? <laughs> 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 That's what I'm imagining right now. It's like, where's my Edward? Like, you don't oh sparkle. I'm sorry. You're fucking out. Yeah, get out of here. Dull ass. I can't throw your fucking clothes into the sunshine. No, thank you. You failed. Man, the, the energy energy in this room is very high. Last week was, was know, right? a rough start. I did not go out last night. Neither did, did I. Yesterday, same, I, got, same. I, went, I was asleep by midnight. I did all this for you. We both were so good well, thank yesterday. You. Friends, facts, and fiction podcast. So love you. I behaved yeah. myself. Oh so my did God. I. So did I. I this podcast first. made you behave yourself? Jesus. Huh? Wow. I don't know. I think what to it would say. have had the opposite effect, though. Well, I just felt like it was a failure last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, man. It is manic May, so, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Manic May, the best month of the year. Yeah. But for comparison, 100 million men in the U.S. and Canada accessed online porn in 2008. So you got 74.8 million versus 100 million, right? In romance novels, sex is ubiquitous but not crucial for enjoyment. Apparently many women just skim or even skip the sex scenes. But the sex is very important part of the romance. What? It's so boring. Again, that's what they say. I don't know. Uh, another quote. <laughs> the heroine just said sexual... that, and I don't even read this stuff. I was like, how dare you? I like Skip how it. you guys so are just like. And then I'm like, I don't even read this. I'm like, sorry to interview. Inaudible noises, just like. Sorry. Apparently, that one's not right. <laughs> Another quote The heroine's sexual inexperience remains intact only until the hero's wang of mighty lovin' introduces her to the wonderment of Fizz Nuckin'. Fizz Nuckin'? This is a quote? This is a quote. It's part and parcel of the fantasy, the awakening to love that much more, that is much, uh, that is that much more powerful when it's accompanied by a sexual awakening as fizz well. Fizz Nuckin'. Yeah, or I've been looking at that. Fizz Nuckin'. Nuckin' and Fizz Nuckin'. I cannot wait to use that tonight. I feel like it should be like Fizz Nutting. We're about to get to this Fizz Nuckin' over here. The CK is kind of. I kind of like Fizz Nutting better. Fizz Nutting. Not Fizz Nutting. Fizz Nutting. That makes me think about. Something horribly wrong with that person, though. You know what I mean? You fizz nothing, it's bro. Like it's like bubbling. Man, you guys, you guys, shit. You might want to go to the doctor about That's that scary. shit. You gotta go to his doctor. Wait, this reminds me. I learned a new word enough. the other day. I'm gonna do it. Oh god! Oof. Triggered. Never say triggered. that again. Triggered. <laughs> 
triggered all of our listeners with frothy uh, nut over here. Oh, God. Anybody heard the word ninny hammer before? Mm-hmm. Ninny yeah. Hammer. It means a fool. And mm-hmm. it's like been my thing this week. I love how to look it up hammer? again. But yeah. Ninny hammer. I'll ninny say it to hammer. my customers. And they Are you just no living in like 1918? Is that where you're at? No. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that's saying some... words to people when they have no idea what it means. Like quim. Q-U-I-M means cunt in Old English Oh, I didn't know language. Quim. And Ooh, so nice. I'll tell customers like, that. oh, you're such a quim. And they're like, oh, thank oh. you. And I'm like, I just called you a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> quim. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I'm going to use that. That's I great. That. That's great. I love it. Continue on, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Continue oh, on. Um, uh, just killed it. The class continues. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, follow that. <laughs> Ebooks follow that are really helping the market as well. Instead of having to go to a store and buy a paperback with a gleaming oiled man chest and a swooning barely, swooning, barely clothed woman on the cover, we can just download it on a Nook or an Audible. And this new privacy has allowed publishers to take more risks, i.e. spicier sex, which has also led to a distinct genre where sex is the primary component. Erotic romance. Even though they push the boundaries of female erotic literature, the book's sensitivity to the emotional experiences of the heroine and her lover would never be mistaken for the emotionless graphic raunch of male-targeted erotica. Here's an example. Someone else has to read this. <clears throat> oh, I'll take this. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. <laughs> Put on your sexy voice. Ooh, this, oh. is, this is a whole little passage. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> Where is this? Okay. Ooh, this is getting nice. Oh, well, I, I, I gotta get, I get ready. ready. You ready? <clears throat> I grunted as he pulled out of me and pressed his cock against my ass. He entered me all this time this way now with only the lube from my pussy. He slapped me lightly. Open, I want to fuck your ass. Yes, Jeremy. He eased the head of his cock in, then waited for me to relax before thrusting the rest of the way inside. I moaned. I couldn't help it. Jeremy! I gasped to the rhythm of his fucking. If you're tired of the lying, why don't you just stop? Hush, let me fuck you, and don't you come, you little fuck slut. <laughs> Jesus, I really ticked him off. Yes, Jeremy, yes, yes, whatever you say. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm that was crying. a glance into erotic. Uh, I'm, very, I'm crying. Erotic, uh, also, you're fuck welcome. you, Jeremy. <laughs> Not Jeremy, our sound producer. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little warmer now, isn't it? Oh, 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 oh. So the difference here is the frequency, explicitness, and kinkiness of the sex. Bondage, group sex, and gay sex are being explored more and more, and amateurs are providing shitloads of fan fiction. And here's a description of one fan. Wake up, people. Girlies like porn, too. You just have to know where to look. Hello, fan fiction. There are zillions of pages of boy-girl, boy-boy, and even girl-girl stories written online by women for women. Their ages range from astoundingly young teens to older women in their 50s and 60s, and probably older, though you'd never guess, because no one that old is likely to give their age. Well, is fan fiction porn? <laughs> Some fan fiction is porn, and is meant to be so. There are communities with names that include FQ Fest for Fuck Festival, the term used for some such porn-heavy fix is PWP, which stands for plot, what plot? 
the biggest sight. <laughs> what plot? Ain't no plot. Let's just fuck. <laughs> All right, it's a quote over there. <laughs> Jesus uh, the biggest site is fanfiction.net, which boasts more than 2 million different stories and more than 600,000 visitors a day, mostly 18 to 24-year-old women. They are more social than visual porn sites, too. Lots of comments on these stories by readers sharing their opinions and notes of them. Most of the sex and fan fiction emphasizes the emotional and psychological over the physical, just as in romance novels. Here's a passage from four months later, a story pairing Hannibal Lecter and Clarice. Oh, no. <laughs> Starling whoa, from whoa, Silence whoa, whoa. of the Lambs. No, 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 no. Someone else's turn to read. Ooh, is, that a, <laughs> is that a Sarah uh, turn? Oh, I don't Sarah. read. I don't, never do that in class. Hello, Clarice. I don't think I would be able to physically finish this without breaking out in laughter. I mean, I can try. No, try, I don't try. want to. I'm go good. For it. Go for it. You want to go no. for it? Mm-mm. <coughs> hard, hard pass. Hard. 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 Lecter was waiting for her to say no, for her to slap him or do something. So when he touched her breasts and she gasped, he was pleased. Her nipples reacted so easily to his touch. (laughs) 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 You were doing so well. Bring it back. Bring it back. back. (laughs) (laughs) So far, Shelly wins, by the way. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Thank you. When he brought his mouth around a nipple, and toyed it with Yeah, fucking me up. Toyed it with his tongue. You got it, man. He was pleased that she brought her hands to rest on his shoulders. She was touching him of her own free will, even if it was instinctive. As he mouth as he his mouth focused on her breasts, his hands his hand was busy trying to bring her pleasure. He was surprised at the way she reacted when he slid a finger within her. And he had all he could do not to take her at that very moment. But he wasn't a thoughtless lover. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Few more sentences. Keep going. <laughs> Oh my, gosh. oh my god. And he wasn't about to start now with Clarice. He was slow and deliberate with his movements, carefully engage her reaction and make the slightest change if necessary to ensure she was being pleased. His not over to her <laughs> What? Oh crap, typo. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, what is his... His not-mover. His not-mover. His, his, his not-mover not moved. moved very his, well. His mouth moved to her stomach, mm, okay. where he nipped gently but hard enough to leave a mark on her. On her. When he felt her, her release was approaching. When he felt her release was approaching. Oh, there you go. That was, was a nice stumble through. I had some, I had some good <laughs> moments in there. You did, you did. Um, but yeah, that was uh, a fan fiction. Hannibal Lecter and Clarice yeah. got it on after Silence of the Lambs. So uh, basically the point of all of that was it was hilarious. And <laughs> <laughs> that uh, when people are now allowed to like or able rather to uh, write and share, you know, their own little 
uh, imagination or fantasies and all that kind of stuff. It can get pretty Anthony fucking Hopkins, wild. Some I was going to say, yeah. thank you. Was I the <laughs> only person on, picturing on. Anthony Hopkins and Sir what's her face, Jodie Foster? Oh, I apologize. Sir, Sir. Anthony Hopkins. Sir. Sir. Was I you you told me it. all of y'all were picturing Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster. I just, I like, oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, definitely. What is it called when someone who's captured falls in love with their, or vice versa? Oh, crap. It's not Munchausen's Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm. That's what it is. That's what it is. Stockholm Syndrome. You know, uh, Jodie Foster refused to do another one because that movie scared the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, she refused to do a second one because I she was that freaked not out. Surprised. I'm surprised, pretty sure honestly. Anthony Hopkins would scare the shit out of me, too. Yeah, yeah. you look at me between, and go, between him and Jack Nicholson, bro, like, <laughs> those two <laughs> motherfuckers are no, no, yes, Jack Nicholson, oh my God. Fucking crazy. Mm, I know, for real. The Shining. I can't eat beans anymore. <laughs> and he came up he no came more fa 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 it's Johnny or whatever yeah that was improv yeah, yeah he came improv. up with that mm-hmm. I love him Terrif- especially in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest <gasps> yeah good. he's a terrifying mm-hmm. man but great actor great. He's, he's real life joker have you seen this motherfucker just in random yep. public oh, so oh my god yeah wearing like fucking red tinted glasses and just grinning from ear to ear and, in pictures mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy anyway alright moving on here's <laughs> the most common professions of the hero in romance fiction guys listen up Doctor, cowboy, boss, prince, rancher, boss. knight, surgeon, boss. king, bodyguard, and sheriff. Boy, I'm a cowboy boss and a king, so <laughs> <laughs> shit. Let's be honest. So the ladies don't seem to be interested in janitors or bureaucrats or claims adjusters. <laughs> I really like... I don't know if it's a really good-looking Oh, chamber. man. <laughs> he has a broom closet. Mean. Nor traditionally feminine careers like hairdressers, secretaries, or elementary teachers. All the quote, sexy jobs are associated with status, confidence, and competence. Uh, Quote, power is the ultimate aphrodisiac. Amen. Another quote, alphas are natural leaders. That's pretty much the definition of the alpha. With a strong protective streak and a fierce confidence in their own abilities, wrote author Angela Knight. They're who women reach for when the bullets start flying. Lots of studies help further cement this notion. Women prefer the voices of dominant men, the scent of dominant men, the movement and the gait, and facial features. That's the same with most primates as well. Scientists believe that the... Oh, crap, another typo. (laughs) 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 Oh, wow. Mm, I don't know. I don't think that's the ventro lateral, but... that would be... The frontal? frontal? Yeah, probably. Yeah, the frontal, well... No, doesn't prefrontal. matter. Prefrontal cortex? Some part of the cortex. Some part of the prefrontal <laughs> of the pre- cortex. Yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> so we're going to go with there's a cortex that so fucks with your the, brain. In the doc, it says frontal lateral. Yeah, that's not right. Prefrontal cortex. <laughs> so that's if a you know the answer to that, please. Uh, that's a 2 a.m. one right there. Prefrontal cortex may be responsible for processing cues indicating social status or dominance. And it appears that almost all female brains are susceptible to dominance cues. Men have picked up on this as well, i.e., the game by Neil Strauss. Oh, techniques I you just game like, like uh, the game. Yeah. Techniques designed to <laughs> activate women's psychological cues in the same way Botox and collagen and implants work on men. A central commandment of the game is always be an alpha, or you don't have to be an asshole. But if you have no choice, being an inconsiderate asshole beats being a polite beta every time. Bang bang. Don't agree. <laughs> That's just what that dick that wrote that book said. Yeah. I would like to say though that I feel like when men think of an alpha male, they think of like something 
completely different than what a woman would think an alpha male is. They think yep. like they yep. think like action hero Jason Statham yes. fucking like I got to, to be like, the sickest motherfucker. Yeah. So no, you have to be confident. Oh wait, that's not what y'all yes. are. No. Oh. I mean, it's more like me. <laughs> it's more like me, like I've a real life with, alpha. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Charismatic. Okay, I'm gonna say it. one thing because oh, I'm actually not. more like <laughs> if a man. <laughs> one thing I was taught is that if a man has to say that he's an alpha, he's not the alpha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it is like exactly. confidence Uh-oh. over confidence. <laughs> what adjusted this? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't say I was he's alpha. Like, uh, I, I, said alpha, I said alpha something like me. I didn't say I was an alpha. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, but you're right. You said confident, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Confident, polite. You know, not cocky and an it's asshole. More for me in terms of like alpha is like someone who can protect me when it comes down to it. I don't give a fuck if he's the alpha over everybody else. Yeah, if he can protect me. That's all I really care about. Mm-hmm. Like, bang bang. Yeah. I like that. Confidence is actions. Cockiness is words. Yep. Ooh. Touche. I like that. I'll put that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That you just, did you really just came up with that? No, I came up with that years ago. Years ago. No, I came up with that years ago. I know. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure it's been out there somewhere. I, maybe I heard <laughs> but it But I like it, though. But I've been using it for years. No, that's good. Yeah. So some authors have toyed with beta characters, but they usually turn out to be an alpha by the end. Another quote. I think this is one of the problems we're having in romance in general right now. Our heroes have gotten a little too PC. We're portraying men the way feminist ideals say they should be, respectful and conscien- consensus building. Yet women like bad boys. I suspect that's because our inner cave woman knows that doormat men would be saber-toothed tiger lunch in short order. In fact, this may be one reason why Eram is gaining popularity so fast. Writers feel free to write dominant. I did not have time to proofread this. Uh, Dominant men with more of an edge. Luckily, nowadays, there are still lines we can't cross that did not exist in the 70s and 80s. Back to our OG romance novel, The Flame and the Flower, the hero actually rapes the virgin heroine in the opening scene, later excusing his behavior by saying he presumed she was a whore. Wow. That's the motherfucking plot of that book. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Jesus. That's uh, kind of fucked up. <laughs> that is real fucked brutal. up. Yeah. And she ends up falling in love with him. So that's classic Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really messed crazy. up. I hate everybody. Right. <laughs> right. So basically, way too stand much. True. The tagline of the episode. Yeah, every time Sarah's true, on the episode. I hate every time she's on the episode. <laughs> I, I just hate everybody. I hate everybody. So way, way too much back in the day. And then... We're now starting to go a little too G-rated at times. And then the E-novels e and fan fiction and I all feel, the stuff like online has kind of pushed that back towards something a little more like I'm not in this fun world. or risque. You know? I'm not in the world at all, but I feel like uh, from like many series I've seen, it's like uh, the, the dude that used to be a fuck-up or did a lot of dumb shit, and now he's like trying to be a better person, and then she, the love interest, makes him actually be that better person. From the some love shit that I've watched it's recently, kind you know of what I'm saying, like I'm not into rom shit. Well, us women love fixing things. Oh yeah, well, I'm a broken love them boy. Projects. I'm such love a broken them. boy. <laughs> Trying to get fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. <pass>. Sarah's like, <laughs> oh, about that, <laughs> man. Mm. This reminds me of the wedding crashes. Did you do the Broken Soldier? Yeah, I did. The <laughs> oh my god, that movie! Holy shit. <laughs> So did you good. cry? Yeah, I cried. Yeah, I cried. I cried. Yeah. <laughs> but can a man be too dominant for Miss Marple? What about real bad boys? Serial killers? 
Well, it turns out that killing people is an effective way to elicit the attention of many women. Virtually every serial killer has received love letters from a large number of... Female fans? Yes. Oh, fe- oh, I didn't female e- fans. I didn't even notice that one, man. I read Good. right over that. Here's one. <laughs> I, here's one. I used to write to the Night Stalker when I was 16 to 20. He was nice, told me to get an education, and that I'm sweet and I should sort my life out and not end up in prison, LOL. I really liked him. I told him I wanted to chop his wife's feet off, what? and he was cool about it. He's a nice guy, smiley face, end quote. Of course he was cool about it. Oh, yeah. I I love listening to murder podcasts. Oh, I do, too. I do, too. All the time. Mm -hmm. And every single time it just blows my mind. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, What's that one, like, super, super groupie, super, super killer group? She dated, like, three of them. Like she dated Richard Ramirez. Oh, and yes, Daniel I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like Sandra uh, something. I think it was Sarah something. Oh, okay. Wait, no, oh, Shelly something. Oh, man. There's not a lot of Shelleys in history, so I doubt that. Us <laughs> 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 Sarahs, we go far back. Mm-hmm. Another woman fantasized about being strangled by Chikatito. <laughs> But the readers of romance are quick to point out that they don't want their heroes to be rapists or murderers. They're willing to tolerate a little misogyny and jerked him at the beginning as long as the heroine changes him. That's the fine line between Just like S and M and like like rape fantasies stuff kind of thing. Like women like to be choked, but it's like don't do it too much because then it right. becomes dark. Yeah, I think it's a little dark. It's a little. Yeah, well, it's no, like, that's to- I mean, that's yeah, all about that like makes, that cons- consent and approval. Within the setting, you know, definitely, what I mean? absolutely, yeah, communicate those, those yeah. things. Oh, yes, always, 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 always. Uh, more so than alphas, though, a survey of mate preferences across 37 different cultures, kindness and understanding came out on top. But here's we, the kicker we all it, heard that. Shelley. I was trying to be so quiet. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> but here's the kicker at least in romance novel settings, women don't just want a nice guy. The dweeby best friend and sixteen candles, for example. Oh, you're trying to mention that. They want an alpha who learns to be nice to her. The book makes the comparison of a coconut: hard and tough on the outside, soft and sweet on the inside. Only the heroine gets to crack him open. They want to tame, heal, or soften the alpha's hero, alpha hero's wild heart, and get him in touch with his tender side. And again, the book makes the comparison of the male alpha hero in a romance novel's emotional confession to a female porn star moaning with pleasure from some good dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, some good dick. Some good dick. Some good dick. Some of this vitamin dick. Ultimately, I just want to know that this big, strong guy is safe, that he's not going to hurt me, that he really listens to me and cares about me, explained a woman in a romance novel discussion forum. Here's another aspect for a potential mate, his bank account. In the romance titles on Amazon, there are 415 millionaires, 286 billionaires, and 263 sheiks. Sheiks? Sorry, if I shouldn't, if I should know that. I've never heard that term before. Is that like kings? Basically, like, yeah. Super rich. Uh, Middle East, like, like Middle Eastern. Super, super well, yeah, because I would like I just the like order. I, I was that. wondering if it was like, is that what comes after a billionaire? I know that word. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that, is that a trillionaire? Or, like, <laughs> the movie um, Secondhand Lions. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
Okay. And he was a, it's a great movie. Okay. Great movie. Yeah. There are so many people I meet that do not Such know an that emotional, movie. Emotional movie. And yeah. everybody, that's your homework this week. Watch Secondhand Lines. Secondhand Lines. Okay. And Try not then, to cry. then watch Wedding Crashers after so yes. you can right? bounce back. <laughs> also, just like Robert Duvall was amazing. I grew up down the street from him. Oh. He's a very nice man. That's cute. That's a cool story. Thank you. <laughs> 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 the story time with Sarah Millard. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Do you want a shot? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus, I was like, uh, I'm mostly just observing would, and reporting. I do agree with like this whole much less reporting than observing. You want an alpha male, like you know, somebody that oh, wait. you kind of fix or change in a way. Mm-hmm. But I also just think it's for self destruction and. Realizing that it will not always work. Sure. Material resources are arousing to females. Chimpanzees prefer males with the largest quantity of meat. Pelicans prefer. Forgot it was Fernet. Yeah, let's take a shot of Fernet for my mm, birthday. So delicious. I just thought you said I thought I was brunette. Me and Fernie. <laughs> I forgot I was brunette. I forgot I was brunette. <laughs> Everybody. I'm so sorry. Oh Pause the podcast. Yeah, Pause. Hold the fuck up, y'all. I'm brunette. I'm brunette. Though. Shit's crazy. Oh, my God. News to me. Oh, my God. You know, I had a homie one time. Uh, he did. <laughs> he, got, he went in prison when he was super young. And uh, I worked with Emma Rose. And this chick walked in. And y'all know me. I was like, bro, the brunette is super nice right there. Yo, 315. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, the like her hair, nice. her ass, both. The well, brunette, she just, she was nice. Okay. And um, <laughs> like in the detail, her ass was brunette. It was, and yeah. My, her ass was brunette. That's and my, tough and my, homie, off the <laughs> my homie legitimately looked at me and was like, why you call her brunette, bro? Is that her name? And I'm like, whoa. Bro, oh, no. Wow. Because he just didn't know. Whoa. Like, I was like, culture shock, bro. Like, yeah. And I was like, so you got brunette, blonde, redhead. And then the homie in the kitchen was like, you also got like strawberry blonde. Like, bro, hold on. Oh, 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 oh. We don't need nothing from the peanut gallery. We can go three. We can go three. <laughs> Introducing too many, we, too much. I'm going to yeah. ease him into the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, by the end of it, he was. See, that know, was a teachable was like, moment, though. There's yeah. a teachable yeah. moment. You know, hey, that was a nice little, the more you know. <laughs> anyway, um, back to these hot facts. Back, 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 back to the 263 sheiks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chimpanzees prefer males with the largest quantity of meat. Pelicans prefer males who give them the most fish. Wolf spiders that present the largest insect. That's cute. Fuck I that. Never, ever sorry, that I, I hate wolf look spiders. Look at a spider and be like, "That's cute. That's that's adorable." Just giving I'm them a sorry. Hey, I love wolf spiders because they eat brown recluses, and a brown recluse almost, okay. almost took my fucking leg. I do know that, <laughs> and I agree with that. But yeah. they still scare the shit out of me. Like I'm just I, I'm arachnof- arachnophobic. One hundred. I had a wolf spider like, almost uh, lay a. Egg sack of eggs. Wow, Sarah. Egg, egg, <laughs> egg sack of eggs. Oh, ATM machine, huh? Egg sack into my hair while I was driving in my car. Ooh. That's why everybody didn't know that. I just want everybody <laughs> to know that, by the way. I swear. So, so we, we triggered uh, people that don't like frothy and uh, people frothy that don't like spiders. Frothy and spiders. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. All no, in no, one no. pocket. And definitely All not. podcast about sex. Yeah, so yeah this no. is like, you know, <laughs> if you're still rocking with us, we Let's love you. you. We definitely That's don't funny. want frothy spiders. Oh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And two. That was deep. Pop. Until. Took it too far, Drew. Until recently, a wealthy <laughs> husband was the only possible way to ensure a woman's long-term prosperity. But women can work now, and that's displayed a lot in romance novels, where the heroine is a corporate executive or politician or high-stakes lawyer. So does the hero still need to be able to provide for her? Yes, apparently. In romance, if the heroine is rich, the hero is even more rich. 
The important aspect of this is that he's always competent and usually the best at what he does. So if the heroine is a successful businesswoman, then the hero is more successful. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. if I was that successful, I mean, if I walked into a bar and I saw that bartender was sexy as shit, he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> she come in and go to lounge on Sundays. Wow, that reaction. Got him. Anyway. Oh, God, I Anyways. set myself up for that. Yeah, you Ooh. did. You did. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Mid-level employees or house husbands aren't in these books. Men, on the other hand, don't seem to give a shit, just as long as she's hot. Okay, Cupid question of would you date someone who doesn't know how to drive a car? Most men said yes. Most women said no. That's interesting. Though it is kind of a turnoff if you don't know how to drive a car. See? It is a turnoff. It's just... I love driving, so it's like different for me because I'm like, I'll drive anywhere. I don't care. I love but driving. I see, but, but also, like, yeah, if you straight up look at me, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know how to drive it. I'd be like, yeah, you're not depending on me. No, absolutely not. Are you from New York City? Like, Have you never had a car? Yeah, like, <laughs> no. is there a reason why you don't know how to drive? Or, no. I mean, I guess right. I could understand if there was like a PTSD moment or something like that. That's that's, that's fair. That's fair too. That's yeah, totally I've fair. Met, I've met a few people that can't drive when, it, when it's raining because they're fucking terrified. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and different. that's totally fair. Yeah. Like, there's that's, that's understandable for sure. But like, Shouts if you just Riva, if you, you just don't know, <laughs> like if you never learn, right. you just don't know, and it's like, oh. Mm. So you, you you like actually can't physically take me on a date. I have I have to take us on a date. Mm. Oh, okay. This one See, just but for me, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Nice. This is gonna go well. Yeah. Just, you just get that mm. Uber XL. You got to flex. If you can't drive, you got to flex with the Uber. That's true. You would have to do that. Yeah. yeah. You got to flex. Yeah. But I mean, personally, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. For uh, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't mate. say it's a deal you know breaker. Mean? Yeah, I wouldn't say like, so. But it was something I definitely would question. It would be. No, I would definitely teach. Said woman, how to drive? It would probably be like the but third question. But that's also different for men. Like men teaching like, women how to drive. Why can't you drive? <laughs> like just go into this. You know how to drive yeah, a stick? Yeah. You want me to teach yeah, you how to drive a stick? Yeah. Like, You're probably gonna be like, you know. no, not really. <laughs> so another quote: <laughs> The hero has to know what he's doing and be confident in his ability. In fact, he's often desirable for the hero. It's often desirable for the hero to be so confident in his talent that he can't even conceive that the heroine has something to offer. Women also attribute this proclivity to intelligence and creativity, which all this could e easily explain why it's common for women to be interested in older men. They have their shit together. They're usually financially stable or successful in comparison, often more compassionate and emotionally available. Hell, more life experience when and it comes down to And mentally mature. Exactly. <laughs> that is definitely a thing. Yeah. Amen. This all produces an interesting clash here, though. You have busty, giggling airheads and tall, brooding dukes with a split personality. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a movie that truly appeals to both sexes, combines, combining romance and porn. Romantic comedy, action-packed with compelling plots, intelligent and witty dialogue between hot stars with happy endings. Outlander. And hardcore sex scenes. Outlander. Outlander. Does I watch Outlander? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if you haven't watched Outlander yet, I'm just going to say. And All that's in there. I mean, it's great. <laughs> if Wedding Crashers was X-rated, just saying. 
Uh, Outlander comes on Showtime. Wait, no, Stars. I lied. I'm sorry, Stars. <laughs> Which I mean is basically the same thing. Like, we're, uh, this we're, is not, we're not an getting ad. paid. This is not an ad. Rally. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I more so just want you guys to watch Outlander. <laughs> okay, we just are on the same page. Yeah, it's like, it's not, we're not getting paid for this. Nope. Sorry, anyway. sorry, sorry. It's okay. Only said it once. It's but a happy. You, show you can bleep it out. <laughs> it's on beep. <laughs> But a happy ending is different to a man than happily ever after to a woman. Broad strokes, as always here. Something they pointed out that I thought was interesting as well is the fact that most romance novels don't have sequels. She gets the guy, and that's that. But porn is fucking loaded with sequels. She got her man, and he got that one woman that one time, so it's on to the next. Mm. You know what like I mean? a storyline. Right, and there's yeah. no storyline yeah, at all. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's like porn doesn't have storyline, so it's she like, gets oh, a guy we can and make that's part that too. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is bullshit. That's how it works in romance novels. I didn't write them. I did, but the but I did think about and that. I was like, alone. yeah, and him cheating on you with a young woman. Let's like, let's go into it. Sorry, that wow. was very... Um, Damn, are you triggered? Yes. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I love you, Mom. Mother, you are amazing. Okay, cool. All right, moving on. With a quote, <laughs> the desire of the man is for the woman. The desire of the woman is for the desire of the man. One of the most fundamental and influential psychological cues for women is irresistibility. The feeling that she is sexually desirable. Someone's lost their Oh, got it, got it, got it. I'm back, I'm back. Something incredibly (laughs) common in romance novels is the hero's overwhelming sexual desire for the heroine. Two authors have given this a name, the magic (laughs) hoo-hoo. And another quote from them. The so magic hoo hoo. So you say magic hoo hoo. I can't keep myself together when you say that. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Here, I'm going to say that, it again. Voodoo pussy. The magic hoo hoo <laughs> does it all. It heals all Show ills. Does. Psychic and sexual. It provides unparalleled pleasure to the hero, despite the heroine's reluctance and experience and awkwardness. Whoa. And what the? <laughs> Sarah was triggered for the Whoa, past 15 what? minutes. Where is so this magic hoo hoo? And where can I find it? <laughs> reluctance? I'm sorry. Jesus. Inexperience? Uh-huh. I'm fucking sorry. Yeah, and like, awkwardness? Wait. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Well, there's that. I know how to work my way around it. <laughs> Same, dude. Did you have to prove that by saying it out loud? Say it out loud. I just started laughing. You're like, I should have said that. It's fine. <laughs> I opened my mouth and went, nope, but it was too late. It's too late. It came oh, out. Oh, man. Mm. Fuck that. Mm. Do not agree. Mm. Yeah. Sure. There's a pun there. That Despite was, the heroine's got, inexperience and awkwardness, like, really? Well, more from these two women Sorry, that laugh. are it authors really of romance novels. It just sounds like they're talking about a virgin. Pretty wow. much, actually, that's yeah. Awesome. They yeah. kind of are. Yeah. yeah. No, that's and that's fucking bullshit. Sorry. Uh, agreed, but it's... Experiencing earth-shattering multiple orgasms on his first outing? There you go. Nice. It also creates an instant emotional bond that's even more irrational and persistent than a newly hatched chick imprinting on the first living thing it sees. One taste of the magic hoo-hoo is all it takes. The Amen. hero won't be satisfied with anything else, physically <laughs> or emotionally. Man, been there. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would agree with one taste of the magic hoo-hoo is all it takes. <laughs> Savor the flavor, baby. And then they keep looking. Right? What? 
<laughs> They're like, oh, I found one magic cuckoo. Maybe she's got Maybe one too. That's because we're idiots. That's because we're idiots. Oh my gosh, they're gonna be awkward. No oh my shit. gosh, don't be unexperienced. I'm gonna show them. Uh uh-uh, uh, honey, no. <laughs> I promise you, you probably Love you're it. in that seven percent that didn't give an orgasm, exactly. or that ninety-three percent. Sorry, ninety-three percent. Hey, we're in the top seven percent, baby. Oh, hey, man. top seven. Top seven. Oh. Uh, Hey, uh, I apologize for getting a little. Uh, I got triggered. I apologize. No, no you're good. You're this, this is what this for. This is why y'all are here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about women's sex cues without women in the room. So I know. Yeah. yeah. Then we look like fucking assholes. Oh, exactly. If a man liked that past paragraph, you need to. You need to. Go. You need to reevaluate yes, your life. Thank you. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to therapy. And you're also probably single. Welcome to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> the male gaze is focused outward, narrowly, entirely on the woman. The female gaze is more panoramic. His looks, his character are important. So already one more point for women. But she also looks inward when deciding whether or not to be aroused. Another quote. An increasing body of data is indicating that the way women feel about themselves may be very important to their experience of sexual desire and subjective arousal, possibly even outweighing the impact of their partner's view of them. True. Yeah. Yep. Female self-esteem versus male ego. Self-esteem has a connotation of being something subjective to fluctuation, something that must be nurtured and supported. Ego has the slightly negative connotation of aggression and conceit, a sense that the ego might get angry or attack. Sociologists found that more than half of women's fantasies reflect the desire to be sexually irresistible, which may explain female exhibitionism in general and why it's socially acceptable. What t-shirt competitions, Mardi Gras, Girls Gone Wild, all fun times. Dude yes. in a trench coat running down the street, mental disorder, <laughs> But yeah, when I, when I get on stage in Panama City and pour beer all over myself, that's totally socially acceptable. I, I would never forget my young days at Club La Vila, Panama City. Same. Girls Gone Wild was filming at that time. You, that have, you have no, we probably interacted in high school at some right, point right. in Club La Vila in Panama City and have no it's, idea. I've, I've, like, I've, I wouldn't be surprised. That's, I would not be surprised. That's a whole podcast and come from Panama City nights. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We might, we might need to do nights on the strip. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sex Capades mm. podcast coming soon. So, in that context, she's participating essentially in a courting ritual, similar similar to many other species of animals, trying to get a male to pursue her. But it's a double-edged sword. Women of all ages report dissatisfaction with their body far more than men do. Anorexia and bulimia are seven times more likely to occur in women than in men. Reportedly. That's fair. I would say. Report, report it. That's yeah. fair. No, I understand what you're saying there. Men are a mm-hmm. lot quieter Men, about yeah, that. Yeah, they're not going to report it because yeah. it's also like not, it's kind of on like the same context of like men not being able to be raped. Like yep. that's not true at all. It, men can absolutely be raped. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, Trust absolutely. Yeah. And like I agree with that in terms of like eating disorders and body dysmorphia too. I've got no. dysmorphia pretty bad actually. Really? Yeah. I'll like look in the mirror and be like crap, I gain weight and then I'll put on pants and then my belt will be and you're just like, looser. I don't want to wear this. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I look fat, but I'm skinnier based off the belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That no, I do actually, because I, I, I have body dysmorphia as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, there's been, like, recently, I've been like, man, I feel like a blubbering whale. And I walk in, they're like, girl, you look really thin. I'm like, mm-hmm. I do? <laughs> oh, 
okay because yeah, I 2020, man, added yeah, to yeah. this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you can hear the smack in all of the podcast. <laughs> this girl, too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> For real. Okay, girlfriend. Them, them legs, them legs got sexy. <laughs> Moving on again. Again. With another quote. All the best men are taken is twice true. If a man is already taken by a woman, then by definition, he's the best man, or at least a more desirable man. If the exact same man is not taken, then his value is questionable. He's certainly not as desirable as a man who has already received the stamp of approval from another woman. When it rains, it pours. Well, that's also just the, like wanting what you can't have. That's true, too. Bang, bang. Straight up. Uh, mm-hmm. it, the book refers to it as the popularity cue. It's prominent just, in romance novels. But <laughs> Cinderella is the best example. All the ladies want this prince, but he's just after that one sexy-ass jar of pennies. <laughs> Actually, I meant to say foot. He's after that one jar of pennies. I'm kidding. He was after a foot. Quentin Tarantino over there. Just Tarantino. That's it. But this is one reason why many women find married men attractive. The other woman has already done all the detective work to to vet him, and it shows he's willing to do the long haul. Hugh Hefner is actually a good example of a popularity cue. Here's a quote from Kendra Wilkinson. That's why it's always dope to have cool-ass female friends that you can hang out with. That's true. It's a lot easier Mm -hmm. to ride down the avenue, you feel me? Anyway. (laughs) But Kendra Wilkinson said... (laughs) One of the girls asked me if I wanted to go upstairs to Hef's room. It seemed like every other girl was going, and if I didn't, it would be weird. One by one, each girl hopped on Hef and had sex with him for about a minute. I studied their every move. (laughs) Then it was my turn. Me too. It was very weird. I wasn't thinking about how much older Hef was. All the body parts worked the same. I wanted to be there. That's weird to me. That, no, that's I agree. Weird that, that's well. weird. That's weird yeah. to me too. <clears throat> My boy Hef was like, "Word, that's nice." Anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay, your time's up, um, Holly. <laughs> it's your turn. And and also, R.I.P. Hef. I never got yeah. to go to the grotto. I want to go to the grotto. I would so also bad. like to say when it says like the other <clears throat> woman has already done the detective work to vet him, but like if you get that man to leave the person who's done that and be with you, then that's a, that's an issue. Vet word mm-hmm. void. Vet word void. And, and I'm like, yeah, right? <laughs> so then. Wait, you you get with him and you're like, oh, he won't leave me. Like, nah. No, and that's that's a huge thing. It's, it's like a huge I know thing. so many people that have been, and I I've been there. Have been the other woman, and they get with the same guy, and it's like, do you really think that? Yeah, he's it's gonna not going to cheat you. on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was the daughter of the the original. Oh, honey, woman. I'm named yeah. after the other woman. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoa. My brother was shit named after shit. the other man. <laughs> oh, hey, it's, it's fine. It's shit that I've dealt with. It's fine. It's okay. Everything's okay. I'm named after my mother and my ma- my dad's um, mistress. Like, combination. No, um, Karen Michelle from Independence mom. City, Missouri. We all still Minnes- fucking hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> turn up, Karen. Damn. That Karen might turn to a new level for you. Her name's Whoa. also Karen. Sorry. Karen Her name's right? also Karen. And I imagine her looking exactly like a Karen. Like a Karen. Uh, she wasn't. She wasn't like that at all. But right. she did almost run my brother Somebody over with the car. Karen's oh, yeah, very intense. If he knows Karen, Arson's... check on her will be. This course light is making me talk. We're making me talk tonight, Sarah. Oh, man. My apologies to No, you need. No. Oh, well. Oh, my God. Hold on. Straight up. I told him. 
told my mom I was on this podcast and told her what the topic was. And she kind of paused for a second. I went, you're probably not going to want to listen. And she goes, oh, probably not. But the one thing she focused on was that I was doing it with three men. And she goes, none of them? You don't want to date any of them? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, did you not hear me that Grant is married, Drew is about to get married, and Justin is Justin. Damn. Damn. Wow. wow. No Holy words have ever shit. been Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, so now I'm triggered and attacked. So <laughs> Do you cool. need a I didn't mean it in a bad way. I just meant you want to take another shot. You're doing your own thing. I don't think there's uh, any left. Is there any for now? Is there any more left? Like, I'm taking another <laughs> shot. Oh, yeah. I don't quick, care. quick side note: Thank these ladies for bringing me uh, alcohol. But they also yeah. brought a quarter of the bottle. We both did the same <laughs> thing, and we thought we had more. And we just grabbed the bottle. I was like, oh, and we bottles! Got here. Oh, like and two like, shots in oh. both bottles. I would, like, grab my fernet, and I was like, "Well, I can't finish this tonight. I would like to have some for home." And then I got here, and no. I picked it up, and I went. Mm. I looked at the tequila like bottle. I thought I had like a straight. I thought I had like a fourth left. And I get here, and I was like, "Oh, there's enough for Maybe Justin." I that. think. Oh. I'm stretch there for two shots. If you want to take a shot, so, I'll right. take. A, I'll take a little. Yeah, little baby, a little baby. I'm like, did we take all the tequila? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I, I, it's over there. I think I, tequila's I, I, doing. Damn it, Drew, would you like a little bit of Fernet? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> 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 I'm fine. Oh, this is the littlest. I think, I think it's like, anyway. So, Happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday. I have Thank not you. talked for the last hour and a half, other than. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so, it's a good change from last week. <laughs> it's like the, it's like you and I like switch spots. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Uh, yeah, can yeah, we take it back? Because like. No, Sarah, you're doing great. She, she's, Sarah's, Sarah's ripping band-aids off. Yes, yes. Letting it flow. Sarah's, wow, Sarah's in therapy. We're man. in therapy. We're in therapy. So back the to these hot facts. I'm just sitting loner. here in shock and yeah, awe. The social so, loner or omega heroes. I lost my spot again. As it's this is a Thank great you. episode. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you gotta leave this all in, too. Which the <laughs> book lists as uh, comedians, art thieves, nerdy geniuses, uh, which is hilarious to be the loners, are rare in romance novels. Alpha heroes who are dominant in the society of men and desired by the society of women are far more common and far more appreciated by Ms. Marple. Elmer Fudd, the solitary hunter, doesn't care that other men find his target attractive. In fact, it leaves her more accessible. The fewer competing rabbit hunters, the better. Read it the way you typed it. Sorry, the Read it the way you typed it. Wabbit hunters, yeah. the better. Yeah, wabbit hunters. Yeah, that was like me until I was in third grade. Wait, that's like... Um, Duck season. That's 100% true. Wabbit season. Hmm? It's like I, a... I, I couldn't pronounce ours. I cashed it. I like that. I, I would say Dwoo. That was my name. It was your name. Dwoo. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we spend a shitload of time says, yeah. on men's visual cues and women's you. psychological cues. But what about their visual cues? Ooh, I, this is what I like. So okay. let's Ooh, talk yeah. about mm-hmm. Playgirl Magazine, the winning combo of Cosmo and Playboy. Founded by a man, by the way, in the 70s who owned three strip clubs. Hmm. <laughs> Here's his probably bullshit quote on this. <laughs> women have been... <laughs> Women have been suppressed sexually for too long. It's healthy for people to view a male body. And from his editor-in-chief, thankfully a woman, women want to see more male nudes. They love it. I think it's true that women do not accept male nudity in magazines with alacrity. It's a learning process, and women are reacting against years of conditioning. 
I like seeing dudes naked. Um, I bought a calendar <laughs> for the mm. bar that I work at. There's uh, literally a what, new Amber's? calendar. Yes, of no. men. Yeah. And I walk in there and I love it every what? single I, that's, day. That's when I, I thought I was getting closer to Sarah off the fucking calendar she bought. I was like, it was flavor of men. Wow. Are you in it? No. no. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <"Wait>, <laughs> are you in it? I could be. I could be. I could be. I could be. I It's a nude, fair It's a nude black men calendar. <laughs> black and Hispanic, both. Black it's, and Hispanic. It's, it's, um, yeah. And Justin's not in to, it? To, They're slinging wood. To be fair, so like I work with a bunch of dudes and they yes. were refusing to buy a calendar for 2021. And I was, mm-hmm. I kept warning them. I was like, yo, you don't buy a calendar, I'm going to buy you something you don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I ordered a calendar, and I was not supposed to be nude. It was just, like, chess, and that's what Amazon said it was. Nice. I opened this bitch up and went, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not look away. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And it oh hung up. And Ember's. That's um, awesome. And it's hung. It's hung. And it's hung. <laughs> and it's hung. And it makes all the men uncomfortable. And it just, I walk in there when I'm having a bad day, and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jerry. And I just continue <laughs> on. Jerry? Oh, Jerry, Jesus yeah. Christ. Jerry is the dude of the month. And that's so, the worst name. <laughs> Funny story how I oh, found fuck. this calendar. They mm-hmm. all like, I went over there. You saw Ember's. Jerry, too. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. He did. So did. they all were like, at the bar, I'm like, why are y'all all standing at the bar? I was like, it's something for you in the office, man. You need to go check the office. <laughs> and I was like, all right, okay, I guess, man. I'm in there, I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's like, God damn it, Jerry! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look to the right of the computer. Holy shit! <laughs> and the best part is, oh is like God. the days that are supposed to be a full moon, it's literally a little picture of the guy's ass. No! <laughs> no, it's not! It's so oh my God. And so I bought, I bought another one for my house. Will you buy one for so me? Good. I love to. I want so one. There's one at my house that I live with. Uh, there's four of us that live in a house. And I'm... Um, it gets hidden around the house and whoever finds it gets to hide it someplace else for somebody. So like it's, it's so been great. under the hood of a car when we unplug someone's battery. Oh, oh yeah. my God. It's been hung up in the shower. It's it's Everywhere. been hiding underneath your underwear in your underwear drawer. Like just, literally it is just there. Open your shower curtain dick. So if I ever hear <laughs> God damn it Jerry I'm gonna know exactly you know, what I don't know why Jerry was the first thing that came to mind. I don't know but, but it is forever. Like it. Forever Jerry. They're all Jerry. They're all Jerry. Jerry. They're all Jerry. Fuck now. Jerry. Damn it Jerry. Look at that big old dick. Damn it God Jerry. damn big ass dick <laughs> carrying it up Jerry. Oh my Fuck God. Jerry. Jesus bless <laughs> right. okay. Well, um, yeah. Uh, where were we? We were <laughs> we were talking about how women enjoy <laughs> looking at men nude is where we were at. Yes. <laughs> well, the thing is, Playgirl struggled for a while, even though they had virtually no competition. Here's another one of those. This is Jerry apparently. <laughs> searches so. that might help us figure out who saved the magazine. Oh God. Gay frat stories, gay drunk college, gay college, <laughs> nude photos of men, Heath Ledger nude, dash playgirl, Too much Jerry. playgirl magazine, <laughs> team male twinks, shower room yeah. guys, straight guys, Justin Timberlake. That's who saved the magazine right there. And finally, signs of homosexuality. Wow. Ooh, okay. Too much Jerry. Not enough, Justin. Not enough. Timberlake, oh. Timberlake, Timberlake, Timberlake. Oh. Hey. 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 I want you to know yeah. if you write into that, that signs of homosexuality, we all love you. 
Just saying. Oh, but the thing is, gay men had magazines at the time, but Playgirl were more accessible and showed what gay men wanted. Straight guys. Men often wonder if women prefer softcore or hardcore porn or if they prefer girl-on-girl scenes or girl-on-guy scenes, which is all misguided. But honestly, it's difficult to pin down what kind of porn women like. Here's Jerry another search list. It's also everyone's different. That's very true. Everyone's different. <coughs> Girls are more complicated. Honestly, yeah. it's more complicated. It's so complicated. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> a lot of moving parts. But here's another search list from AOL Porn for Women, Drunk Galleries, Explicit Erotica Pictures, Juicy Gals, mm. Explicit Movie Sex Scenes, Fucking Pictures, Erotica for Women, <laughs> Drunk Spring Break Sex, Erotic. Oh, a lot of that. There's a good one. Yep. Erotic Fine so Art Photography. <laughs> wow, Sarah. Damn, dark turn Sarah over here. I mean, Damn. I had drunk to me, right? So I, that was I mean, I know. Right? I'm sorry. I'm, I apparently am in a mood today. I apologize, too. <laughs> it's all good. Explicit yes. movie stills, X rated fine art, erotic photography, explicit movie sex scene pictures, pictures of lust. Spring break fuck adventures. And, and, <laughs> fuck adventures. And baby. finally, washing machine ratings. And wow. <laughs> last but not least. Oh, okay. No, I get right, that. And last but, last but not um. least, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. So, Sexcapade podcast turned into fuck adventures real quick. Yep. yep. Fuck adventures. <laughs> fuck adventures. Yeah. Fuck adventures. The fuck be- adventures of friends, facts, and fiction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The point of that was that that's that's <laughs> gonna be me, Sarah, and Shelly on that one. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want me I on that podcast? A times. I was like, ooh, no. So I'm over here. Have like, you not figured out the it. mood I am in today? It's fuck everybody. I see. And everything. <laughs> and everything. And life. And all of it. So uh, that woman's search history shows like a lot of variety. And then also a desire for like photography and fine art. I was about to say, like, yeah. um, Scenes from movies and things. (laughs) So it's something that's in the washing machine. And then that's just, you know, I thought it was the dryer that made the, like, uh, vibrated the most. (laughs) I thought. Tis. Yeah. I think that was more of a uh, Um, um, innocent search. Oh, like right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to break it. I to thought, you, oh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, was, um, I didn't know how to break yeah. it to you. <laughs> that just goes to show, like you know, like yeah, no, it ends with a washing machine. Right yeah, I was, that was the end of our. I was thinking about fucking on a washing machine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do that. You can. <laughs> and then, like, you move over to the dryer right when it's like it's getting good. See, that's you what I'm saying. Right? I couldn't remember if it was the washer or the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, if you want to edit me out of this entire thing, I would not be mad. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. Keep it all in. No edits. That's so, what she said. Hot takes. Keep it all Women in. can only mm-hmm. conceive during five days of their cycle, but are willing to have sex any day of their cycle. That's unique to mammals, us and chimps, basically. What's the gain here, evolutionarily speaking? Resources. Food protection, reduction, and regret aggression towards the female's offspring. That's you have more sex, you're less of a dick to your child. <laughs> yeah. It's legitimately what that just said. That's very true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have an opinion that on is, that. Oh, wow. And this adds a layer of depth. During ovulation, women have short-term interests and long-term interests when not ovulating. So, the good-natured fellow most of the time, and for a few days out of the month, the tall douchebag who's the loudest in the bar. 
JK, but only kind of. Ovulating women demonstrate a stronger preference for men with masculine faces, masculine voices, masculine scents, and who display conspicuous signals of social dominance. Well, also when a woman during is, ovulation. Well, also when a woman is Grace well. is home. <laughs> yeah. Grace, Hi, Grace, Grace Higgies here. Hi, Grace. Hello, Grace Higgs. Our set producer. <laughs> She's back in yoga class. Also, researcher, right? Doesn't she research too? Yeah. Mm, sure. Yeah, sounding board. Yeah. That's good. But also as women when they're overlating, they're also like their appearance changes. They mm-hmm. look more attractive. Voluptuous. Yes. They're, okay. Yeah. That's yes. a word. Yes. Yes. Um like <laughs> our skin's gals. clearer. Um we put off you know, better. Uh, men put off pheromones. Pheromones. Too, also, 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 oh, it's um, it's a little deeper because when you're ovulating. Uh huh. That's true. Wait, what? The vagina. The vagina. It's a little deeper. <laughs> Our seven sweet tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on you the time of the month. That that's what he's saying. That's what we're talking about. That's, that's what he's saying. Exactly what I'm saying. Jesus bless uh, Well, you were. That's <laughs> right. You, your fucking hand motions was making it seem like it gets bigger. I'm like, no, the bitch. Deeper, your cervix gets d- smaller the closer you get to your period. Like, uh, so, no. So, I'm, so I was basically saying I can go deeper if you're ovulating. So what oh. I was saying. Sorry. Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, uh, they Jesus. also flirt more. Dress more provocatively. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. On the douchebag thing, though, like totally. When I'm ovulating, like there was there was a whole no, 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 there was a whole thing. Like I was straight up dating a sociopath, and like I knew I needed to break up with him. We broke up. I was doing so good, but in that moment of ovulation, I'm like, I want you to come over. Mm -hmm. You know, like no idea why. And he even he actually started to catch on to it. He'd be like, Is this just at that time of the month thing? You're like, Do you really miss me? Do you want me to come over? Oh damn. it's that time of the month thing. Like, yeah, I literally like mm. just miss the physicality. Like, mm-hmm. don't miss you. Don't want to be with you. But yeah, like, and he, he was straight up sociopath douchebag. Sure. Like, that five days. And to <laughs> further, like, talk what, well, it's just what we're all still talking about is here's a crazy study. Strippers got about $185 when menstruating. $260 when they weren't, and $335 when they were ovulating. I Which can't I find. Oh, wait, is ovulation? Yeah, yeah. boobs swell during ovulation? Yeah. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what That's when, tender, like, yeah, like, porn's more soft. Oh, mine get hurt. bigger. Uh, well, I said more soft. Like, I'm not saying they, they get bigger. That's what <laughs> makes them more soft. They got added on a little bit, you know they what I mean? Swell. <laughs> <They're pushing. laughs> I love his energy in the room right now. This is amazing. <laughs> So Everything about a woman gets a million times better when she's ovulating. Yep, Every show does. Sure. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. But back to visual cues. <laughs> Shush.com is one of only two <laughs> commercial porn sites that have been able to successfully market heterosexual women. It's filled with articles on health, diet, and sexual how-tos. It includes a very active forum where women can chat with one another. There's a stable of men ranging in age from their 20s to their 50s who answer subscribers' questions about male sexuality. Horoscopes, beauty tips, tutorials on stripping, erotic stories, and finally, porn. We've listened to what women wanted to see, and over time, we've gotten pretty good at it. Women want to see foreplay, a lot of kissing, a lot of talking before the action gets going. They like to see women with a little more weight on them, a little older, not skinny young girls. The guys have to be clean, well-dressed, and well-kept. They hate men that are sloppily dressed. 
said one of those sites runners for 15 plus years. A lot of sensory cues aren't visual, which makes porn tough. You can't feel, smell, and be touched by porn videos. But there's some visual cues, finally. Not the penis, but <laughs> the color and intensity of the eyes, the hair, the shape of the body, a brief description of the face, and the butt. And the butt. Women the also butt. like butts. But. Mm. Here's the seven <clears throat> big ones from thousands of romance novels and EROM stories online. Okay. okay, okay I'm Drew. interested now because I've never... Okay, let's go. Cheekbones. Yeah. Check. Jaw. Check. Check. Brows. Check. Shoulders. Yes. Forehead. Man. That was great. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Waist. Mm -hmm. Hips. Yeah. Hips? Wait, wait. I don't know. I never looked at a man's hips. I'll look at his ass. Yeah, like ass. Mm. Give me the ass. Ass, ass. Well, ass. They, uh, like we were talking about uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, the, the waist-to-hip ratio yeah. is... The what? The waist-to-hip ratio is oh. incredibly important, and guys only look at the ass. They only search out the ass when looking for porn online. So I would say waist and hips combined in men is very similar as a visual cue. For okay. heterosexual yes, men, I, yeah. I, I, I see where you're coming from. Gay yeah, or yeah. bi men, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and here's a list of the most common adjectives: lean, handsome, blonde, tanned, muscular, masculine, and chiseled. This is Hitler's. I'd go. I'd go with yeah, the muscular right? and masculine. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but the blonde can like yeah, the blonde hit the road nah. real fast. Blonde, no. Um, lean, not necessarily. I a, yeah, I don't, blonde that's what adult I'm like, men I don't are a little strange like, to me. Am I alone in that? No. Like, like, weird? Blonde adult men. It's a little weird. Like Jake Paul and Logan Jenna, Paul. I yeah. Actually, oh. I don't feel. Do you think that you care about like a hair color? I've never. Yeah. yeah I've never I don't. Really cared. I've figured out that a lot of things I think I care about, I don't. Like I'm like, yeah, I want a tall man, and then I always end up with a dude like shorter than me. <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> apparently, I don't know what the fuck I want. Clearly, so. Anyways, well, anyway, but so chiseled similar is nice. to chiseled, chiseled, yeah, because you get like any dude with the V's. Like, mm -hmm. if I can eat anything out of those, like, yeah, we're good. We're good to go. Yeah. The body shots out of the V's. Heard. I used to say I want to eat just, salsa out of them. I just can't stop thinking about a an incredibly gross term for that. What? Oh my god! Cum what? Gutters. Yeah. Oh yeah! Gutters. They are yeah. yeah. Cum, cum gutters. gutters. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I, I just never for, thought about them for cum. I thought about them for food. I'm like, I want to eat stuff out of that. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, look, I'm like Mexican. I'm a fat girl like at China. heart. Look, I'm like, you want to get a burger smashed put up some in there? Salsa like, in there. Salsa. I mean, maybe oh a shot of tequila. Salsa. I'll slurp it. <laughs> like, I, we're at a Mexican restaurant now. Are you gonna put a chicken in your mouth? I did like have Mexican for dinner. Little bit of milkshake. Yeah. Ooh. Cherry on the top. But I will say, with chiseled men, though, the body shot and the belly button doesn't work as good. No, it don't work that good. That only works for women, I thought. A body shot only works for women? No, no, no. I mean, in the belly button specifically. Oh, I'm sorry. I will do that on a man any day. Put some chocolate syrup on it, some whipped cream. Be a why do why, why all do right. they just get right. the fun? I want to get the fun too. That's silly. Food. Good to know. Got it. Heard. Oh. All, all these Mental men are like, <laughs> they're like, so Mental I gotta mess. get some whipped cream for my sauce. girl. Uh, so sorry. Hey, uh, just just word to wise, uh, food is the best way to a woman's heart. That's true. Yeah. Oh, they fucked up that quote back in the day. 
Trust me. Yes. So similar to men with estrogen fueled designators, (laughs) women find physical results of testosterone in the body attractive. Duh. Yeah. But something unrelated to testosterone is height. Maybe it indicates a greater ability to outcompete other men in physical competition. But six foot and over is the consensus. Womp womp for for Grant. She's Sorry. not mean. I wrote that in there. You wrote it, and I had to read it because that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny as hell. It, uh, according to lots of surveys and everything like that, it makes women feel small, safe, and secure. Also, uniforms are big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uniforms are. Big. I think they come in smalls. I don't know. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I wasn't. That wasn't towards Grant. Oh. <laughs> No, she's picking up what I'm putting down wow. all day. It's great. I'm just lobbing these up. It's hoping somebody spikes them. That's great. Um, no, it's perfect. I did play volleyball. I got you, bro. Yeah, bro. Sorts of sizes. Yes, they do. And they look good on all sorts of sizes. Just That's saying. what I'm saying. Uniforms of any size. Like, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. But specifically, <laughs> but specifically on uniforms, he's confident and, more importantly, dependable. Mm. Look at that. Okay, finally, that. to a woman's answer to transgender pornography. Vampires. Look at me, Drew. Fucking head darted over so fast. Oh I didn't do anything. I was, I was fucking hoping for like the sparkly vampires. No, no, no. Sexy vampires, lusty werewolves, and other supernatural beasts have replaced mere mortals as the most popular romance heroes and heroines. Let's give some props to Stephanie Meyer. The paranormal takes the psychological cues inherent to the game genre and twists them into marvelous new variations that satisfy Ms. Marple in deliciously fresh new ways. Paranormal are the cream cheese sushi of the female sexual brain. Wow. <laughs> cream cheese sushi. They are the alphas amongst alphas. Vampires are exceptionally something and powerful. Staring? I think. Another typo? Another typo, yeah. I mean, staring works, though. Sure. Because they do, like. They're often immortal. They know how to fight and are willing to annihilate the competition. They are fully capable of protecting the ones they love from a range of mundane and otherworldly dangers. Fabulously wealthy, acquiring this along with worldly knowledge over centuries and usually have a dope-ass castle to boot. A hilarious quote. Edward Cullen has, for millions of passion-starved better halves worldwide, become the undead embodiment of everything the contemporary schlub seems to have shed. Danger, poetry, strength, speed, eternal devotion, and an insatiable hunger for the jugular. Meanwhile, the defanged mortal males of Earth, their rumps firmly planted on the f- in front of the flat screen and their breath faintly fragrant of pirate's booty, have become, thanks to Edward, one giant, big, collective cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Um, I think I'm just now figuring out why I like vampires, I guess. <laughs> I feel like we're two completely different on this, and that's... that's- I mean, uh, I'm a daywalker myself. <clears throat> <laughs> it was too much of a pause there. I'm like, <laughs> ah. 
On that note. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a Blade reference um, for the real yeah, nerds. Oh, yeah. I, you cock-juggling thunder cunt. Anyways. Ooh, nice. Oh, wow. That was another Blade reference. Holy shit. Come on. I mean, you put it out so smooth. Put it out so smooth. It's my favorite line of that movie. It's a great line. Sorry. Good shit. Uh, actually, Shelly, I think this is perfect for you. Here's a oh, uh, the intro for a vampire from a sexy story. Oh, God. You want, me to, write, you want oh, me to read it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wrath was six foot six inches of pure terror dressed in leather. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Excuse me. She, she, she had to adjust it in the seat real quick. She had to adjust it. Six foot six, okay. It's getting warm. His hair was long and black, falling straight from a widow's peak. Wraparound sunglasses hid eyes that no one had ever revealed. Shoulders were twice the size of... Oh, shoulders. Most males. With a face... <laughs> With a face that was both aristocratic and brutal, he looked like the kind he was by birthright and the soldier he'd become by destiny. What did you make me read? You're not wrong, I liked that. Not not, not for you, Sarah? Not your vibe? I'm over here like, I'm not necessarily about the long... I am sweating. I'm not necessarily about the long block uh, hair from the widow's peak. pun there. But the 6'6 six, six and the shoulders twice of most... I'm going to keep my eye out for that <laughs> man when he comes into Embers. I'll hook you guys up. Will he come into Embers? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll Will be he there come too. into Embers? I'll be there too. <laughs> Do you want me to dim Probably the lights not. down a little extra yes. just yeah. for you? Yo, sometimes if vampires I feel, are welcome I on like, the window. I sometimes feel like y'all there do that go. on purpose just to fuck with me yeah. where I'm like, I'm feeling they didn't No, lie. I actually do that <laughs> so that people when they walk past think that we're closed. <laughs> no fucks given. <laughs> no fucks given. Uh, oh, I'm a bitch. But this illusion is only complete when these invincible heroes are brought to their knees by the irresistibility of an ordinary woman and her Facts. ability to unlock his Facts. secret heart. Facts. The only thing more powerful than his magic is her magical hoo hoo. Absolutely. Magical. It is. No, it, it's honestly, it's like a, it's like a feeling. It's like a, like a triumph thing where it's like, oh. I'm the one that's mm-hmm. making him like this motherfucker is 600 years old or whatever, and it's like, but, but, my, me. but my 28 year old ass right. is the one making him like, oh my god, I have mm-hmm. to be with her forever. Like, I think that's a lot of it. What it's about? It's about the desire, right? It, it's not necessarily about his masculinity or anything. I finally get it. It's crazy. Yeah. Like after reading it's this not, book, I'm like, it's not oh. about the masculinity <laughs> of it. It's about the desire where it's like women so much are have been put down and we don't get that desire. So it's like, especially in this day and age, a lot of the casual relationships, like we're just treated like a whole. Mm-hmm. Like a walk in We want to be treated like the desire. We want to be the exception to the rule. Yes. I want that, oh, I'm bringing you to your knees. Mm-hmm. Okay, that turns me the fuck on. And I think it, I, like, it has to I be more than just like our bodies. It's more. Yes. It has to be a lot more than it's just It's more that. than just about our bodies. Sapiosexual. You don't fuck anybody that's dumb, basically. Oh, no, oh, I've done that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that, no. though. Oh, I fucked some really dumb That's 99% dudes. of the entire list I got going on right there. Yeah. Oh, Alrighty then, okay. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your input. Right. So not so sapiosexual. Right. <laughs> so not so much. Not so much, Church. 
All right, I'll finish this up real quick. Similar to vampires, a lot of women like the erotical, quote-unquote, illusion of gay sex scenes. But we don't have time. I just thought I'd let that hang in the air. You just threw that out there. You just threw that out there. That was it. There's a whole genre. There's a whole genre, and it's hilarious. Like Harry Potter and Draco. Um, it's honestly oddly hot. Uh, oh, Edward I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the it. The werewolf. Uh, Jacob. Jacob. Edward and Edward Jacob. Edward and Jacob porn. They have some some fun moments together. That's uh, honestly, I feel that's like, honestly, true. that's one of those things where it's the separation between, like, women don't want to admit that psychologically that turns them on. But it does. I don't like, think I've I've ever, had, like, I had an experience. It. I'm not going to go into details because so people listen to this podcast. Okay. So you're, like, in, like, the, well, the Samwise club. Samwise. Ganji. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fredo Baggins. Fredo and Samwise. Oh, I think Fredo and Samwise. There's got to be some fan yep. fiction about that. Oh, there definitely it. is. But it's yeah, more yeah. like they're it's just like I had like an experience where that Ooh. kind of happened. It was great. You're my Samwise. Oh, my God. Y'all are triggering me and you have you don't <laughs> even know. Oh you don't even. Justin should we, should we, oh oh You God. don't even know. This is crazy. Triggered. But point being, been in that experience and I was actually oddly turned on like I was like oh I kind of thought I would be weirded out by watching like someone I was involved with suck another dick and I was like why am I turned on right now okay all right and so yeah and it's like and it's I mean but dudes like girl on girl I mean like well exactly and I've done the whole girl on girl thing too and I think that that's where like the whole like uh stereotype about it all where it's like gay porn is like that's that's gross like men kissing is gross and it's like obviously to men it is and sometimes to women it's the same for us where we're like we don't understand the attraction I don't yeah I don't well for me like I it's not that I I don't think I can say like two men together like turn me on because I haven't well, I've been in that experience. I didn't it think wasn't. it. I was gonna say I didn't think it did until I was in that yeah. experience. That's, that's but what I I'm like saying. was I wasn't experiencing it and didn't really turn me on. But I also was like wasn't in a good space in my life at that point. So like oh, okay. maybe that has okay, to yeah. do with it also. It, that definitely does. But I will say does. that I always thought it was weird that like two girls kissing was kind of normal and then two guys. Yeah, kissing. Yeah, and like, it was just like right. oh I would never kiss a fucking dude. And it's like I just made out with my friend for you. Like, like, why, like the, what? And it, uh, I think ultimately that comes down to a comfortability in your sexuality. And I think that's ultimately why it turned me on because I knew that the people that were like, what, who was happening, I knew that person was comfortable in their sexuality. I can see that. You said, what, who was happening? That's what's up. up. (laughs) Because I'm trying not to give details, specific details away. I'm trying not to name names. It's all good. So so you're giving out out fuck adventure material right now. We got to get this other podcast off the ground first. But I mean, I think that that, uh, it really (laughs) heavily uh, attributes to what we've been talking about this last hour is that you're sitting there thinking about the like psychological and social aspects of that event happening in that moment, right? Mm -hmm. You found it attractive that those two men were sexual, uh, comfortable enough in their own sexuality in yes. that moment. That's something that you found attractive. Yeah. But uh, again, it, guys are so fucking stupid. It'd be just like they look at it and say gross, or they look at it and say hot. Yeah, actually, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. pretty much the it's long a and short, short wire of it. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I like, I don't like, I like, I don't like. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you you come in cave now. Yeah. yeah. That's I'll put my mouth on you. You know, there's, there's, um, there's a lot more we could get into, obviously. But Apparently we'll save that for the I sex mean, campaigns episode. <laughs> I love um, it. Let's but, do it. I mean, you know, the, the complexities of, of the woman. 
is uh, deep. It is. And we will never truly understand it as men. No. And women can never truly explain it to us. But it's anyway. fun for me to try. I was about to say, I guarantee you, we'll still fucking try. I've been trying for 31 years, my G. So um, there's that. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank God for listening. And if you're still listening, you're a badass. Anyway. Wait, was uh, that it? That was it? Um, that was it. We're done. We're done. This is so sad. I say that we're going to an episode. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 yeah, Whatever, just us shooting the shit. <laughs> I'll be at a boat yeah. next Monday, so I will not be. Okay. Well, we can always we can always run it back whenever, ladies, whenever you want to come back, just let us know. We'll just run an episode. For the fuck of it. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening. I'm Justin Hammonds, and I'm saying love, live life, because it's worth living, y'all. And I'm Drew Shelton, and I'm saying uh, <laughs> tune in. <laughs> tune in. Tune in. <laughs> tune in. Well, I'm Grant Bramlett. Uh, if you did not ask for consent, I never liked you. If you did, I always loved you. I love that one. That was good. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Is it our turn well, now? We got ladies. Yeah, take it away. Uh, I guess I'm Shelly and uh, doing the same with Grant with consent and also bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Sarah. Happy birthday, Justin. Oh, you damn it. Have a great oh, happy birthday. Great <laughs> oh, night. It's going to be good. You get fucking wasted. Some going to happen. Uh, some fizznutting. Sure. Oh, no no fizznutting. Fizznutting. With consent. Fizznutting. Yes, with consent. Oh, yeah. That's it. What was it? Fizz nutting. Fizz nutting. Still gross to me. I don't know how I like that. My nuts not fizzy. I was just going to tell you. I was about to say. We got to talk about some shit, bro. Oh, man. Cheers to you and your your balls not fizzing. Wow. You just said. That was a hot... Hot clothes yeah. right there. That was a hot clothes. I appreciate that. I'm never invited back. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Open invitation. Open invitation always. Never um, come back. Well, th- <laughs> thank you all for listening. This has been episode 11, season three, about psychology. You did it. The end of the women's sexual cues episodes. Also, this is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. We out. We out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next installment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things friends, facts, and fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth and we'll correct any errors we may have made. Your hosts and researchers are Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. Our episodes are produced by Grant Bramlett. Additional producership provided by Grace Higgs. Our recording engineer is Grant Bramlett. Our editor, mix, and mastering audio engineer is Jeremy Mulder. Lighting design is provided by Justin Hammonds. Our office assistants are Gully and Bull. Our research assistants are Under and Paid. Our current interns are lost and questionable. Our personal drivers are idlest and tired. And our resident pooches are Pack and Jolene. The Devil Child. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction.
It has. Happy birthday to you. Is this, is this y'all's rough Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> Very rough. Very rough. Turn <laughs> <laughs> up. Right. Mr. Okay. Mr. President.